Hello writers and welcome to another episode of Writing Today. In this episode we're going to be talking about my writing rules that keep me effective and productive. As always, you can read this article on my website, thependsleuth.com. Now without further ado, let's get straight into it. Every writer has their personal rules that help them strengthen their writing style. These rules not only reinforce their way of writing, but push them to improve their writing as well. If you are sincere about improving your writing, you will start developing your own rules as well. If you don't know what rules to set yourself, I'm going to share my writing rules with you so you can get an idea. Let's begin. The first one is write a thousand words every day. At least a thousand. Before we get into the nitty gritty of rules that improve flow of writing, Let's discuss word count. Word count is what keeps the healthy habit of writing daily in my life. I find that stopping and avoiding writing only worsens my flow of writing. I'm not so forgetful, but if I take too long a break, it seems I forget how to write altogether. Sporadic writing is damaging to your writing, be it an article or a novel. With that in mind, I stay productive and write as often as I can. Writing a thousand words a day ensures that I keep my business flowing as well. In this way, the world keeps turning and I with it. If I start to slow down, so does my productivity. With that in mind, a thousand words a day is nothing. Whenever I wish to write more, I can. A thousand words a day is a small word count for me. I'll continue a novel, write an article, or a short story. Everything and anything there is to be written can be written, so that's exactly what I do. The second writing rule is avoid the word said. I bring this rule up every time I find it fits an article. Using the word said is not the end of the world, but I can do better. With that in mind, I open my mind to the wide array of words out there that I could use. Grunted, moaned, screamed, yelled, pleaded, cried, murmured, whispered, blustered, bleated, barked, burped, etc. So many wonderful words that can be used to add character to the speaker. With that in mind, I take advantage of dialogue to add to my characters. I make them weaker or stronger through the way they speak. Such a wonderful technique is destroyed when you use words like said and even asked. I like to think of this as a basic rule now, so if you haven't tried it, I recommend you do. Third rule is a new paragraph every point or at 50-ish words. A rule that isn't so complicated either. Knowing when to start a new paragraph is important no matter what you are writing. It keeps your writing punchy if you start a new paragraph at the right time. In this way, you not only space out your ideas and descriptions, but you add better flow to your writing. On top of that, you avoid the trap that novice writers make today. Long paragraphs that go on and on until the reader gives up or the writer does. Keep your writing neat by starting a new paragraph every time you make a new point, or if your point is so large, every 50-ish words. It looks a lot better and is more enjoyable to read as well. The next rule is listing chapters or points before starting. It all comes down to planning. Whether it is a book or an article, knowing what you will write about next is essential. Having a plan ensures that you avoid dead ends, at least avoid most of them. The same would apply to articles, to ensure that what you plan on writing about has enough content. Even writing this article, I wrote a list of rules before I better explain them. Rather meta to mention it now, but it also reinforces the writing rule. 
Whether you are a novelist or blogger, planning will be a great boon at the end of the day. When it comes to books, I have to plan everything out. Some writers claim they can jump into writing a novel without a plan. Yet these are the same writers who take several years to write a 100,000 word novel of chaos. To boost productivity, plan your story out. If it is a fiction or non-fiction, decide on your chapters and what they will contain. Once you have done that, it all comes down to your creative brilliance to add to the content. Proper planning goes a long way, ensuring you get results sooner, not to mention up the quality as well. Next is add variety to your writing. I love to experiment with different genres for various reasons. By working with different genres, not only do I improve my perspective, but I keep my interest in writing up. Variety is the spice of life, so I find it necessary to give my writing life as well. I used to write a short story every day, a different theme each time depending on how I felt. The result was wonderful. On the day of writing this article, I have completed somewhat 300 stories of all genres, at least all the genres I wish to write at some point. From action to adventure, horror to romance, I ensure I never get bored of my work. Not only that, it forces me to go the extra mile and research writing every day as well. I'm sure that many of you reading this have no interest in writing a short story every day, yet I do believe that whether you are a blogger or novelist, you can fit variety into your work. Writers such as yourself are creative people who wish to make something great. What is wonderful about this work is that you can convey any emotion in any way you wish. The next rule is to write for yourself, never pander. An important rule to remember throughout your writing. Once more, if you are writing fiction or non-fiction, this applies. If you are a fiction writer, your story should go the way you want it to. There are many times in the past I felt a story should go a certain way to make it more mainstream. Yet knowing better, I wrote the story in the direction that I wanted to go. A way that made sense and was satisfying to me, nobody else. Yet there were many people who enjoyed it the way it went. Thus, I knew I did the right thing. The story was much better written the way I wanted it to be written. The quality greater than it would have been if I decided to pander to the general public. It is this rule that I force myself to remember at all times. With non-fiction, you will need to teach what you know to your past self. If you approach the general public, you'll find your work is lacking. Yet, if you put yourself in your own shoes in a past time, you find the questions that need to be answered that you can answer today. The quality of your books will be outstanding if you do so. Another rule is to never force your characters. Of course this rule applies to fiction writers. You cannot force your characters on a path. Despite all my best planning for some books and stories, I realized some flaws. The characters would not realistically make such decisions as I needed them to. I will admit this can come down to poor planning, something I have done many times in the past. At least I avoid such mistakes more often than not. Yet there are times when these dead ends are unavoidable, in which case you as a writer must decide on one or two courses of action. Salvage your story to go the way that you want it to, or see where the story takes you. Sometimes when you're in the middle of writing you can see a different path to the one you planned. The path can take your readers on a different story, or a different ending. You'll be surprised how this can also result in a better story as well, in which case it may come down to replanning the novel from there onwards or seeing where the story leads. Yet if you wish to, you can salvage your story. 
to change certain scenes or even start over if that seems like a good idea. Even this is a better alternative to forcing your characters. It breaks the scene, it breaks the immersion for your reader as well. Take it from me, having disappointed myself with some stories, this rule is vital. Now, the final rule I wish to discuss is know when to stop. Much like any artist, a writer must know when to stop. I made this the final rule because this applies to all my work. I stop after a moment in my planning, knowing when the story must end. I have made this point the last because it is the point I decided to stop as well. Whether it is a short story, an article, or even a long novel, know when it is time to end. On that point, I'll end it here. I hope you found this podcast enjoyable. As always, you can read this article on my website at thepensleuth.com. And I'll see you in the next episode of Writing Today. Bye for now.